0: everyone. We're jumping back into your podcast feeds for a special episode of Messy Jesus Business. I'm going to introduce you to five Franciscan sisters of Perpetual Adoration. Their names are Karen Capel, Meg Ursley, Janet Fisher, Pauline Incinus, and Karina Thomas. I hope you enjoy hearing a little bit about them and their vocation stories and how this connects to the messiness of living the gospel and being a disciple of Jesus Christ, of discerning one's vocation. Uh, Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you're having a great summer. We'll be back in your podcast feeds in a few months, probably in September 2023, with fresh, new, full-length interviews, a very exciting guest. Stay tuned, continue to subscribe. So grateful that you all are part of the Messy Jesus Business family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great summer. Stay safe, healthy. May God bless you, and may you continue to follow Jesus no matter how messy it may be. Peace, Sister Karen Capella. Welcome to Messy Jesus Business. How did you know you were called?
1: to be an FSPA? Well, when I first was called to Religious Life, I really was called to a different congregation. It's one that I had been growing up with since I was a youth. And the decision at that time was entirely different from the decision, I mean, it was always to um, serve and to love Christ more. But the uh, other motivations were so different for joining FSPA. I was in my 40s. I was going to switch congregations, but I wanted to be Franciscan. And I um, was looking for different criteria at that time in my life. And one of them was that I wanted to join a congregation that supported women mm-hmm. issues, and the FSPs were doing that at that time, and that also had social justice actions in their, in their community. Another one that I had was that I wanted one where um, members were considered in making decision-making policies and that was like it wasn't just coming from the top down. Mm-hmm. So that was another criteria. I'm trying to think of the third one. Oh, it had to be Franciscan and then I also wanted to stay in the area of Wisconsin. Yeah, because my family is is basically up here. So those were the criteria that I had. I always felt the call to religious life. Mm-hmm. So it was just like making a switch to a congregation that fit more The desires that I had in life. And it was much more of a thoughtful process than it was when I was younger because it was in younger. It was like the influence of the sisters. They always seemed happy. Mm. And it's what you see um, initially, you know, in people. And I felt drawn to that kind of life. So those were the ones I knew. Yeah. So and as time went on, I knew more.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. What does discipleship mean
1: to you? It means following Christ. Christ to me is the is the person who has modeled what discipleship is. You know, it's um, being available for others and being really a prayerful person. Like uh, Christ did a lot of, of going off and praying on his own, and it's also a lot of discerning kind of uh, things that you do as a disciple. But it's it's that, and it's also service. So that's what it means to be a disciple to me. Yeah. And in the in the model of Jesus Christ.
0: Hmm. What is messy about being a modern Franciscan sister?
1: <laughs> I I think what's what's messy about it is the um the calls that we are called to. There's so many unusual things that happen in your you know, what you're called to. One of the things that I can think of that are really was unusual was I felt a call to be a Loon Ranger. Not a lone ranger, but a loon ranger. And um, I, I was living up north in northern Wisconsin, and the DNRs were very scarce, so they asked people that lived on different lakes to be uh, watching the loons and letting you know what was happening, so I'd get out in the kayak and I'd go find the loon nest and I would see how many loons had hatched and then I would watch and see how they survived and then, so it was all different things with uh, that. It was a connection with nature, you know, which I really, I really highly treasure, any connection that I have with nature. But it's those kind of odd things that come up and that you're called to do just on the spur of the moment and then, you know, take some time out of your life. But you're led to different uh, kind of experiences. And they're unusual. Some of them are unusual. That was unusual. Yeah. So what was the initial question? What is messy <laughs> about being a modern Franciscan sister? Well, that's pretty Franciscan, I think, yeah. just to be connected with nature. But another messy part is maybe um, there's so many things to do. Mm-hmm. And then you have to prioritize things, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can get Pretty, pretty messy, you know, mm. so, I mean, there's so many needs that we have in society now and in the church, and it's like, which ones do you follow, which one fills your heart desire, mm. and um, also that you're feeling called to. Mm. So I guess it takes a lot of discernment, mm. which, thought, and then quiet, mm. and maybe even not coming to any conclusion, but just, I'm a feeling person, so it's going to be more like, what do I feel drawn to? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I did try to use logic, too, but (laughs) it was mostly the heart's desire. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Karen. You're welcome. Sister Meg Ursley. Beautiful. You've been with our congregation since what year? 2018. Wow. Okay. So how did
2: you know you were called to be an FSPA? That's a great question. But there's two parts to it. So there's first is my overall call. And so that call I received when I was in adoration, I had been for about two and a half years reflecting and considering what my next place in life should be. And so um, after two and a half years of God just giving me the messaging of just hold on tight, we got you covered, we're taking care of everything. I was in adoration, and I felt the call to become a sister. And so people say, "What is that? Is it a voice?" No, nah, it's kind of like this voice, but it's a knowing. It's maybe more of a knowing. And so I just felt a really strong call. So I laughed to myself because I didn't even know what sisters were. It's like, are there are there religious sisters still? I, what do they do? I don't even know what they do. So I had to do a lot of Google research, and. Um, that process is what brought me to FSPA. So I did vocationmatch.org, and um, through that, that w- FSPA was on the top of the list. But then everything I did pointed me back to FSPA. So I felt very directed, and I, was, I talked to the vocation director at the time. We had a lot of great conversation, meetings. I ended up doing come and see, and I just felt the joy and the at-homeness when I was here. So first I felt called to FSPA Mm -hmm. and then I decided to join FSPA. So there are two important pieces, I think. The call
0: and the choice. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. What does discipleship mean to you?
2: For me, discipleship is following Christ. And how how does that work and what does that mean? I think is slightly individual, but we have an opportunity here at FSPA to do it communally. So as a disciple of Christ, as In FSPA, I'm choosing to um, walk that path and be on that journey with other religious sisters. That discipleship for me and for the sisters tends to be more presence-oriented, or at least that's, that's, that's my, my opinion. So being a presence in the world and being there for people. So there's occupations. And there's things that you do, there's ministries, and then there's this vocation of presence, vocation of being Christ in the world. And i found that that is where real, true connection is made, and that's where real love is given between people. So right now I'm ministering and I'm cooking for a group of 15 residents at a home for people with developmental disabilities. And so I am a cook and that is a great job. I love cooking. I love um, being able to be a service to, to people and being able to kind of nurture and care for them in a, in a way. And so that's wonderful. But what really matters is when the different residents come to visit me in the kitchen and I get to stop what I'm doing, and I get to stand with them and have conversation, sometimes just telling them what's for dinner, but sometimes, like, just getting to know them a little better, and um, I'm going to say young woman. She's probably not so young, but one young woman tells me she loves me, and so I say, I love you, too. Thank you for being so kind. Another one uh, tells me how much she appreciates my getting her coffee in the morning, so I it makes my heart happy you know so just creating those connections and being being those that to with each other is what really is is the the ministry that i'm doing there so yeah. that's how i i feel like that's how i'm a disciple being christ to others and then the seeing christ in others <laughs> what is messy
0: about being a modern franciscan sister
2: wow these are great questions What is messy? I think, you know, I remember when I first joined and my question, or actually it was a come and see. So before I even became a sister, Mm -hmm. I asked someone in the community, I said, so what is the easiest thing and the hardest thing about being a religious sister? And she said... Community, and I said which which of those? She said yes. Um, so, but what it what it kind of boils to me boils down to is there's this relationship component, and to be true and present and authentic in relationship, is very messy. In your head, you think like I'm gonna become a religious sister and everything's gonna flow smoothly like a river, and there'll be nothing, no no big trees that you run into. But relationship isn't like that, and there are different people, different cultures, different experiences, different childhoods, all these things come together to make relationship very difficult and messy. So um, as, as you're working to navigate of being this loving presence in the world, you aren't perfect because you're human. And so, uh, for instance, I have made lots of mistakes where I was thinking I was being all loving and authentic, and I've hurt people. And I think it's part of being human and something that I continue to work on. And it's really being not just authentic at that moment, but then continuing to be sincere and authentic to that person. And not having it be about you, but having it be about us. Forgiveness and reconciliation is what it really boils down to. So how do I seek forgiveness and then how do we reconcile? And so that's messy. Yeah. hard and uncomfortable and sometimes it would just be easier to just worry about something else <laughs> but, but it's the important thing it's what really matters and community is just an opportunity to do that on a real heart-to-heart level
0: amen, amen. thank you sister meg for you're coming welcome. on messy
2: jesus business Well, oh, you're so welcome i was glad to be here
0: sister janet fisher welcome thank you <laughs> How did you know you were called to be a Franciscan Sister of Perpetual Adoration?
3: When I was in high school, God started pestering me. At least I thought it was God. After I graduated from high school, I went to California and worked. And there I finally got tired of being pestered, so I said yes. And I was at peace. And looking back on that life of a Franciscan sister is the greatest gift God could have given me. I would be like with my friends at a basketball game having fun, and somehow something would come over me. There's must be more to life, mm. kind of like that. And then it would go away again, and then I would continue to have fun, but then it would come back mm. at other times. We had Franciscan sisters at Loyal, where I grew up, mm-hmm. and the priests there used to tease me about being a sister, and one of the sisters, Thelma, mm. Sister Thelma, a musician, used to tease me about it, mm. and I guess that's how I associated it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So somehow you took the leap of faith, and you said yes, yeah. and you you picked our community over other ones
3: yes and because that's what i knew and i wrote to my mother i was in california and i said i'm coming home to go to the convent she said she didn't sleep all night after she read the. because i never said anything to my family oh. never no and my dad said i should just stay home and take him fishing <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great <laughs> and and uh, so who won that fight?
3: <laughs> me. Yeah, I won and, that one. You and God, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the greatest gift God could have given me, and I know I said that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. What does discipleship mean to you?
3: Kind of means like when my friends invite me to McDonald's and there's, there's a variety of people that come to McDonald's and you listen to their stories. That's one area. Um, Just being with all different kinds of people and just to see uh, their need to be listened to, uh, to be kind to them, to perhaps congratulate them on whatever they do, no matter how it is. Kindness would, yes, kindness. Mm. And being open myself to let God work through me. Yes. Yes.
0: What is messy about being a modern Franciscan sister?
3: Um, I never thought about it being messy, even though life itself can be messy. I wouldn't know how to say anything about it being messy. If talking to people that don't agree with you could become messy, if you stand up for justice issues, that might be the messy issue. You know, you stand up for a justice issue for the abused animals, for creation, and then people just think that's worthless, I guess that would be messy. I don't mean to say that I'm so much more right than they are, but there are issues when clearly they need to be worked on.
0: Yeah.
3: And that's our creation, people that struggle, animals that are abused, because supposedly we have a brain to think
2: uh-huh.
3: the animals need to be cared for. So I would consider that messy. A justice issue where there's truth and rightness, then yes. When you stand up for a justice issue, yeah, that gets messy if people don't agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank wow. you. Yes. Sister
0: Pauline Instagram. How did you know you were called to be a Franciscan Sister of Perpetual Adoration?
4: When I was 17, there was an all-city dance during Lent, and all four of the girls in my group did Stations of the Cross on Friday, and then we did whatever activity. Well, we couldn't do it if we wanted to be at the dance when it started. So we decided at 4 o'clock that we would go and do stations in church by ourselves. And then at the end of the stations, we all sat down to do our little private prayer. And very clearly, I heard, If you love me, sell all and come follow me. Okay, so that happened probably in March. In May, I did the pre-Cana wedding Thing because I was dating that college kid and he was heavily involved in the student union and they put on this retreat for pre-married couples is what it was. So I went through all that in May and then I told my family minus my dad that when mom said you got to settle down and figure out which college you're going to And I said, well, I think I'll go to the convent. And my sister Paula had just taken a swig of milk and spit it all over the table and said, that's the best joke I've heard. (laughs) Three of us girls went to the convent, three of the boys. One boy called me on Friday morning. He'd already been kicked out of the seminary. (laughs) So I said, okay, well, I'm just going because I had to be there at 4.30. So at 4.30, I came to the comment, and um, I've been very grateful for all the blessings I've had in this community and the people I've worked with in my schools and my missions.
0: How did you know that this was the community?
4: First of all, I'm in science, and I'm heavily in science and the environmental peace and the patron saint of environment and ecology is saint francis so even though we had the dominicans and the benedictines and a cloistered group in town i chose the franciscans plus they were my teachers so i could you know say hey i'm thinking of going so that was an easy thing but The reality is I had those others to pick from. And, you know, we had St. Thomas Aquinas as part of our theology and logistic class as seniors. And um, the argument between Bonaventure and St. Thomas really did it for me. Why did God come? Thomas Aquinas, it's all logical to save us from our sins, blah, blah, blah. And Bonaventure's is because God loved us. Hmm. And that just touched the heart. And so it's the heart that made the decision.
0: Even though you're logical. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But it's the heart that made the decision. So that's why I chose.
0: What does discipleship mean to you?
4: You know, in the beginning, it meant um, following rules and regs and, and being assigned where I went. And now discipleship means to me do what you can with what you got with who needs it. Just like that. So <laughs> that's your formula. Yeah, now that I'm retired and living in St. John's, Kansas, I help with a secondhand store which sells clothing. And uses the money to help feed the poor or clothe the poor. And then I work with CORE. Again, it's an educational program for three years. Every Monday night, somebody cooks a meal. And if it's our parish turn, I always usually wind up serving the meal. And I really have benefited from um, seeing how that CORE works. Mm. They really do a good work and really dedicated. Mm. And then I... Do the prayer service at the nursing home as part of the ministerial alliance, which is two Catholic nuns, uh, Methodist priests from Kenya, and all the rest are Baptist or Methodists. Hmm. So, and good, good people. So
0: you yeah. just kind of say yes to whatever comes your way. It seems.
4: Well, I've had some wonderful yeses in my life.
0: What is messy about being a modern Franciscan sister?
4: Lots of things, really. Um, I know Julia uses the word, (laughs) but I would use um, a lot of variety and opportunities that you need to pay attention to so you know what's available or what needs to be done. You can use messy exactly as messy, or you could say messy often is how do I discern what i really need to do because there's not a clean nobody hands you a paper god says clean the bathrooms and the warming center yeah. <laughs> you know there there is no paper you just have to be looking around what needs to be done and can i do it that's a little messy it's not in your job description it's not in your prayer book it's not you say say to the god in the morning take care of me today and let me do your will well You would really be surprised what God puts in front of you when you you do that. I mean, you don't know. You don't know. Whatever you do, whatever needs to be done that you can help, that's what a Franciscan does. Mm. And it's not a job description, and it's not an hourly wage, and it's not an eight-hour day. day. Mm. It's just whatever needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And you see it, you do it. The other side of being a Franciscan is not only that that's the way God works. He puts it in your path, and you have to decide. But I think also the other side is, the the side I really like about being a Franciscan is what nature teaches me. The soft breeze on your face when you're out in the ocean and sweating like crazy. The beauty of sunlight through a big tree and how it filters down, and how God's love filters down to us. The philosophy, the background information, how you process anything through a Franciscan lens is through nature and through God, and it just all ties together for me. My heart, my soul, my mind fits the heart, the soul, the mind of Francis.
0: Thank you. Is there anything else you want to say?
4: No. Said enough.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Colin. Okay. You're welcome. Sister Karina Thomas, welcome to Messy Jesus Business. Thank you. How did you know you were called to be an FSPA?
5: Well, looking back, I think it's it's a knowledge that stays within. When I first met FSPA and talked to them and uh, what their ministry about and mostly what the sisters were about, something happened in my heart. There was just a click. It just felt that it was the right space for me. So it was more an inner knowing and a sense of, I think I'm home. I found a peace in that. So I think that was was the first sign for me. Not that everything was just fine, but I think it was that level of knowing at a deeper level.
0: What does discipleship mean to you?
5: Discipleship for me in terms is how do I live the gospel in the way that was shown by Jesus Christ and St. Francis. To me, that's discipleship. And basically, I think the teachings are all encompassed in the Beatitudes. And I think that's what Francis lived. It's just... Uh, having your ears tuned to what's God saying and what's happening in the world and responding in the most compassionate way. To be that's discipleship, to live as Jesus lived, and as Francis did too, and Claire, very much. It's the spirituality of both and. It's, you know, it is the horizontal and the vertical. That's where, at that crossroad where these two things meet is where the disciple is.
0: What is messy about being a modern Franciscan sister?
5: Everything. (laughs) Yeah, everything is messy because I think we are living in a world of so many uncertainties. There's nothing, uh, such a fragmented world. And it's like, where do you go? What do you do? How is it? I think it's pretty messy. There are so many needs. There are so many spaces to be in the gospel wants. us, But I think part of that is just to be where I am in the present moment and do what's necessary. That makes it a little less unmessy. Unmessy, because I think when you look at it from a wide angle lens, it can be pretty messy. But the response makes it a little more concrete and less You look at the world as messy. You look at it, whether it's politics, economic, social, or whatever it is, it's very, very messy. And if I would get entangled in that and say, oh my gosh, I have all these things to do, I could be messy too. Mm. But I'm living in a world that is messy, but my response is particular. And that helps ground me in this messiness.
0: Yes. Yeah. And your response, it seems, is grounded in the gospel.
5: Absolutely. Our
0: Franciscan charism. -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Sister
5: Karina. Thank you, too. And all the best. Yeah, Thank you. Peace.
0: Messy Jesus Business is produced and edited by Colin Wamskans. You can find us online at MessyJesusBusiness.com and on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon. If you like what you heard, please be sure to mention our podcast to your friends and followers. And we'd love to have your support via Patreon. From the bottom of our hearts and the middle of the mess, thank you. Messy Jesus Business is produced in partnership with the Franciscan Sisters of Perpetual Adoration. You can learn more about our religious community and donate to our mission at www.fspa.org. I'm Sister Julia Walsh, and I'll catch up with you next time. Until then, peace and all good.